Hey everybody, welcome back to Point Break Minute, where we point out the moments and break down the minutes of Point Break one minute at a time. One hot minute at a time. I'm Marin Kennedy. After hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jessalo. I'm Avi Cool. Hey Avi, thanks for coming back. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Alright, so minute 18. 18. 18. Oh so, minute 18 starts when Lori Petty pulls those denim shorts up. <laughs> God, hikes shorts. them right up. <laughs> I really hikes them up. Um, these shorts are so dirty. The butt is so dirty of these shorts. Um, yeah. Yeah, whoever did the costumes for this did a good job. They, they believe they're her shorts, you know? I was thinking, like, oh, I wonder if she just brought her shorts. But, I mean, it's probably a costume. They yeah. have grass stains on them. All they are the truly butt. lived in. Yeah. They were really. distressing on the sides. They're faded. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing I just really quickly wrote here is low back shirt with three exclamation points that is the legal minimum of shirt the shirt is off the shoulder crop top no back low back yeah it's it's got a strip of back yeah Yeah. it's got as much back as like someone the back of your bra and then maximum sleeve (laughs) just uh, all sleeve yeah maximum legal limit of sleeve (laughs) yeah i I, i'm wondering if it's like is it a surfing garment of some kind definitely not no it's just fucking gorgeous it's just great 90s fashion at its best actually yes because i mean actually it she looks good in it like it's it's not bad fashion for like who she is and you know what she's all about very on trend for today too no no one's wearing stupid cat in the hat hats or you know, I don't know what else they stupid things they wore in the nineties. I have Are no you idea what you're cat talking in the about. Hat, hats after we saw uh, Dracula two thousand. Yep. But I think that might have been a Mardi Gras related thing. Anyway, or a New Orleans thing. Yeah, it looked it looked dumb. Yeah. Not I'm not gonna all reckon. extras in the movie of Dracula two thousand. In case you're wondering what the hell we're talking about, are wearing Cat in the Hat hats. Of different colors. Yeah. We watched Dracula 2000 a few nights ago, and it's not going to be one that I recommend. No, <laughs> not at all. Um, okay. So the minute continues as she leaves those dirt-stained shorts unzipped. Yeah. And then hops in the car and drives away. Yeah. I went over the unzipped part a few times last minute, mistakenly. That that doesn't <laughs> happen until this minute. Oh, miss, oh, it's such a mistake. <laughs> Yeah, and Avi, you were saying that there were some moments that you you just love these shorts. Yeah, so my favorite thing about her leaving the shorts unzipped is the devil-may-care attitude. Yeah. She doesn't care that her shorts are not zipped. First off, the zipper is probably high enough on her body because they're so high-waisted that they're going to stay on no matter what. She doesn't give a fuck. She's going to drive her car with her shorts open. No one can stop her. You're not her dad. No. Lori Petty does whatever she wants. Yeah. Lori she's Petty just getting don't her care. car. Um we, as we find out in a later minute, later in later in this minute, uh she was uh she's been arrested for indecent exposure while driving as well. So I wonder if it was just uh <laughs> probably <laughs> just, either just either an there. incident with the shorts or an incident with the non-shirt something something must have happened with those i can imagine something happening with one of those two garments yeah, some if cop not both. pulls her over and is like ma'am you're not wearing it oh you have sleeves <laughs> okay the, the sleeves cha- make all the difference yeah. you have sleeves then it counts this as a top is, this is the legal legal minimum of shirt here <laughs> 
Um, and then Murren was very concerned about the make of the car. So I, I was a big car boy. His first words were Zuzu. <laughs> <laughs> just saying your mom made sure to tell me that you you came right out with that yeah. very quickly yeah. i forgot about that actually i i loved cars when i was a little boy uh Isuzu, though i don't know i just saw it i feel like it's a little kid thing like Zabumafu. It's, a, it's a cool name was your first word Zabumafu, jessa <laughs> No, actually, I actually have no clue what my first word was. I, think, I wish it was Zambu. I'm a traditionalist. My first words were mama. That's probably what my. I thought you were going to say my first words were Kratz creatures. <laughs> the, the originals of Umafu. Did you know the Kratz brothers are doing a new oh. environmental show oh, about yes, Alaska? They're oh also my God. doing wild Kratz, which I watch every single day at work. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. I'm really glad. I'm, I'm glad the Kratz brothers have had a resurgence. Mm-hmm. They've been going for so long. There are also now. wild Kratz God. juice boxes at Whole Foods. I would love to have one of those. Yeah. yeah. I would love and to, lunchboxes. To drink some of that. lunchboxes. Oh my god. They're crats. Sweet. Yeah. They look nothing like they did when we were kids, or maybe mm-hmm. I just remember them weirdly. Well, they're cartoons we now because I guess they're not in the not oh. in the one that's on PBS. Oh yeah, they're wild they're crats. They're half cartoon. Oh, excuse me. I have not actually watched it. I've only seen the lunchboxes. The one about Alaska. They are full grown men of non cartoon design, and they look very different. They look much older. But I remember when I was a kid, me and our mutual friend, Catherine Bigelow, you can bleep out her last name if you want, <laughs> was, uh, she had very strong opinions about Kratz Creatures versus Zabumafu. Uh-huh. Zabumafu was more infantile and was not <laughs> as cool as Kratz Creatures. That's my hot take on children's <laughs> animal TV programming. Okay, one more thing about this. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> When I was a kid, I also did not have TV. I had a, a TV set, one TV set. I mean, my parents and uh, did not. It didn't pick up any channels. It maybe picked up like two. I don't know how these things work, but for whatever reason, it didn't get like the good stuff. And my cousin, we had my cousin would would uh, tape Kratz Creatures and Magic School Bus off of the TV onto VHS tapes. Oh, and then good. I would be able to watch them, and it made me so happy. So Aww. I remember Kratz Creatures, and then I do remember when Zabumafu came out. I was like, "Eh, it's, that's for little kids now." I was <laughs> that's for babies. I, I don't need I don't need a, a this magical fake animal to get me interested in these things. Anyway, that's the end of our Zabumafu cast. <laughs> the end of the podcast great... <laughs> within a podcast. <laughs> Crack yeah, cast. We, we, yeah. We're going to be launching our next podcast, Zabumafu Minute. <laughs> Coming this spring. (laughs) We go through every episode of Zabumafu one minute at a time. It will last for 15 years. (laughs) Anyway. sounds like the seventh circle of hell. (laughs) Anyway, that that is the end of the great Zabumafu Kratz Creatures tangent. Um, I want to talk about the car. Yeah. That's what we started this with. Uh, The car. It took me a little bit to figure it out because the writing is very the the, you know, the insignia on the back of the car was hard to make out, but it is a Porsche sixteen hundred uh, or or a three fifty six A. It's a very fancy car. It's a classic car. Uh, it was built in the fifties. So why the hell is she driving? She's it? a cool cat. She's a cool cat. She's a rebel. Uh, I mean, yeah, I I don't know enough to know how hard these are to get, but I imagine these are pretty hard cars to get in the nineties. In the early nineties. Cars were like even vintage cars were nowhere near as expensive as they are now. Oh, 
there you I go. I say this as someone whose dad is obsessed with vintage cars. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Th- <laughs> thank you, Avi's dad, for yeah. knowing a little bit more than I do. Uh, so yeah, it's I guess it's plausible she could have picked this thing up at a used car dealer. Um, also, it's kind of beat up. It's it's yeah. probably not that much money. Doesn't look like it's in great condition, but it's a cool car. Uh, yeah, Porsche sixteen hundred is kind of the the, the whaleback Porsche convertible, and she uh, yeah she just jumps in that thing. The I mean, shorts yeah. un- unzipped. unzipped. <laughs> I keep Wild coming back abandoned. to the unzipped shorts. <laughs> and she uh, <clears throat> just drives away. And then it melts into... We get one more shot of Keanu staring oh, at her yes, through binoculars. we do. We do. Because we to gotta yeah, make sure that that's shown. And then it uh, transitions to Keanu typing her description on a very old computer. Um, description, Tyler, Ann, and Dakar, date of birth, uh, 11 eyes blue, height. The same year Keanu Reeves was born. Huh. True story. We, uh, we just finally looked up the actual age of Keanu Reeves instead of guessing it. And guess how old he is. 26. He's born in 64. This movie was probably filmed in 1990, so. Did he just walk out of the womb as like a 30-year-old and then just stay <laughs> that to me, forever? To me, he looks... Like about twenty four, twenty five here. Do you think he, he looks thirty? Oh, I think he looks older. Yeah. Or maybe is that just because you think of him in the Matrix? Or mm, I still think he looks older. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's twenty six. Yeah. And okay. so is she, apparently. Yeah. And uh, height five foot six, weight one hundred nineteen pounds. We see Busey start to walk by. He stops and goes, "That's your surfing contact." And then just proceed. and he. he I mean, unless they must have talked about this beforehand because he just like takes one glance at the computer and he has all the information. Yes. Yeah. In case you couldn't read it fast enough, Gary Busey will provide everything you just read and and do it instantly. Yes. In such incredulous disbelief. He goes, a woman? No, he says female. Oh, oh female. <laughs> yeah, that's a very cop thing, I guess, too. Yeah. Like, oh, like female? This, oh, yeah. Female? Black hair? <laughs> that's a great beauty. <laughs> oh, and then just reads all the rest of her information. Like, he is so, like... You can't have a black-haired female contact. With blue eyes. With blue eyes and five foot six. And Informant then, is the word they use, not contact. Informant. Informant. Oh, that's right. Thank that's you, Avi. Right. And uh, you want to do the the his um his scoff at the end of that? Oh, he does this like the subtitle because we had the subtitles on says God Utah, but what it actually sounds is like is coming out of his mouth is. Geod, Utah, <laughs> and it's inexplicable. G- Gary Busey, <laughs> Gary Busey is a Texan, uh, for you know, oh, for a, a, of birth. Yeah, Geod is a so... thing that the Texans. His southern slang, his southern charm, does come out in this every now and then. Geod, his his he's very uh, he's Greek. Southern American. Yeah, yeah. Because if I know Angelo he, Pappas. Oh well, you're you're postulating. Am I using that word right? That he's yeah. Greek. Based on the name. Based on the name Angelo Pappas. Yes. But I think he's Italian. Is Pappas a Greek name? I think so. I don't know. We had a whole discussion about his ethnicity and his, <laughs> all of that. Maybe he's Greco-Italian. Could yeah, be. let's say let's say that. Yeah. Um, he could I'll, have take. He could have been formally married and taken his partner's true. name. That's true because yeah. he is the most Norse-looking person. He looks. Um, he's very blonde. Yeah. Um, 
Avi made a good point, though, that he's probably scoffing in disbelief because he's like, this sounds just like your type. Like, yeah, like he's, so he's skeptical baby. that he thinks he's not doing his job and he's just trying to hook up with this woman. That's my theory, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. That's why he's, he's Jad, Utah. Jad. Jad. <laughs> it's like Gene God. Jad. Gene God. <laughs> yeah, like shorts, but a little bit more divine. <laughs> divine denim. <laughs> coming from Did the... I say shorts or jorts? Coming... I meant to say jorts. <laughs> you always mean yeah. to say jorts. Yeah. Coming this fall from <laughs> the Calvin Klein collection, God, God jorts. God <laughs> jorts. <laughs> <laughs> you want to wear jorts but feel like feel closer to god yeah love it um and then uh this woman who after oh, woman. lots of research we could not Mern could not figure out who she is goes not bad utah um that's where the bre- that when i was doing that breathy voice at the beginning that's that's what we were referencing yeah, that in wasn't, case you didn't wasn't yeah. like a I wanted to make that clear i wasn't <laughs> i wasn't that didn't just come out of nowhere although i did just think of it right before i did it yeah um yeah it wasn't just our after hours take on it um but yeah she like throws her head back and is like very breathy not bad utah and he looks over her shoulder my notes are who the hell is this? <laughs> we have not seen her before that I know of. She might have been in the office at the beginning, but she I don't think she's Miss Deer that uh, no. that John C. McGinley gave some files to in but the I beginning. I think we only see the back of Miss Deer's head, so actually maybe she might be. She could be, but I also saw Miss Deer in, on IMDb, and she looked different, I oh, think. Okay. But it's hard to tell because it's been 25 years. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we don't know who this is, but I have to say she does a good job uh, creating familiarity with uh, Keanu Reeves in this scene. Like, she her creates hair. a character. Her hair is so good. It's yes. like in a braided updo, but still looks professional and like soft. Oh God, her uh, hair. Yeah, I feel like it's, this, is, this is well cast. And yeah, as I was saying, she creates a good familiarity with Johnny Utah, even though they haven't had any scenes together. You instantly get mm-hmm. that they they know each other and uh, and they're some you know maybe uh, have a flirtatious relationship in this office. And you also know that she's probably the office crush. You know. Yeah, you kind of like, get that that uh, feel for her. like she's you she's know, a flirt. She likes to flirt, and she's you know she's with all these FBI guys. And yeah, because if there's anything that we learned in previous minutes, this is a male dominated do- dominated dominated industry, and um, all the women are relegated to roles like secretary or his girl Friday or kind of things. So, and it seems like that's what she's doing here. Yeah, she's yeah, on the computer. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so they start to go over together. Um, uh, her traffic tickets and fines, which include exhibition of speed, reckless driving, indecent exposure inside a moving vehicle, which she cites as hot, very hot. Yeah, she's yeah. definitely playing into the. Oh, this is going to be your your new crush, Utah. Yeah. Like, yeah. She's she's perfect for you. My yeah. favorite thing about the exhibition of what is it? Exhibition, exhibition of, of speed, speed is what is what Johnny Utah says. It shows the screen, and the actual citation is excessive speed. And so, I truly hope that Keanu Reeves just totally misread that line <laughs> and said exhibition of speed instead, and everyone's like. 
Okay, we're going with it. <laughs> just keep rolling. Yeah, no one cared enough. Ex- yeah, exhibition of speed is just like that Show doesn't really off. get across Look what at that my means. Speed. Yeah, like, it seems like I'm just like she's going a certain speed, <laughs> yeah. it, or is excessive speed. You know that makes sense. There was yeah. also illegal U-turn on there. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed mm-hmm. illegal and U-turn. The, the what was it like an op- an operable tail light or something like that. She's been pulled over for... <laughs> sounds like inoperable tumor. <laughs> I don't think that's the right word. But it was like, in, like it was something about her taillight being out, and it was yeah. something formal cops speak for her. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it might be right. So yeah. she's been pulled over a lot, and... Yeah, that kind of bullshit thing. Yeah, but she drives a red sports car, so... One, yeah. That's that's what happens when yeah. you drive a red sports car. Yeah, you get noticed, true. and even for the smallest things, like I've done plenty of illegal U-turns, I've never been pulled over for it, but I drive a Prius, so no one pulls over the Prius. You drive a Prius? <laughs> Sorry, I was just think that's very fancy. It's so our, fancy. Our, so our fancy. Our, our sec- second generation 2001 yeah. no, I know. Prius. I, I, yeah. I actually do remember this car. Our 16-year-old Prius. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I always... It's 170,000 miles on it. Yeah. I have my grandmother's car. It's a old Buick. Oh. And it is the most old person car. like to end <laughs> all old person it. cars. So whenever I hear someone having like a Prius, I'm like... <gasps> Oh. The high life. You don't have to pay forty bucks to fill your gas tank every week. Anyway, and Buick is the quintessential old person car. It really. I is. understood that from a very early age. As we said, I was a young boy who was very interested in cars, so that was something I picked up on. It's got great cushy leather seats, though. So, like, no complaints, really. Yeah, I mean, why not? Car talk. Anyway, that's yeah. our new podcast. Have you- <laughs> new podcast. Yeah. Car talk. Are you familiar we with are, this brand? Are nope. Good. With- okay. <laughs> yeah. we're not- we won't be sued. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah we're tick and talk, not... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm flip-flop. Yeah. Um, the Snap It Brothers. <laughs> Go on. Snap It Brothers. Okay. Um, so, and then he says something like, well... I'm gonna need to find out more if I'm gonna get in good with her. Ends with, and then the minute ends with both her parents, and then cuts off. Yes, both so, parents. Oh. Both parents. Both parents are are manatees. <laughs> both parents are former football players. That would make he has an in with her. That would be great. Yeah. Both parents are named Johnny Utah. Oh, what? now he totally <laughs> has an in. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Anything else we want to say about this minute before recommendations? You said the computer made great noises. Oh, the computer does all the little beep, boop, beep, boop, boop. I'm a 90s computer thing. All those things thing. from yeah. our childhood. Um, are... Yeah, it's a black screen with green text. It's yeah, great. it's great. Yeah, I wonder if those uh, noises were added in post just to, like, make it more computery. Yeah, I don't I don't remember. I was too young when computers looked like that to remember yeah. what they actually sounded like. But my do you dad... remember that dial-up sound? Oh, oh yeah. my God, yeah. yeah. And my dad did – you didn't have a green – print screen but you did have a a, i remember he had a computer with a black and white screen Mm -hmm. that's that's the earliest i remember i'd play i'd play prince of persia on that thing nice actually he would play it while i kind of hit one of the buttons because i was really scared that my character would get hit by the spikes so (laughs) i had to have him with me that's so cute anyway thanks dad this podcast goes out to Marin's dad. It's been a lot about my childhood in this yeah, podcast. Yeah, we've been to the psyche of Marin yeah. in this one. Yeah. Get, to, get to know me. Yeah, oh, full yeah. of 
Zambumafu. Izuzu. <laughs> keep say, hold on. You keep saying Zambumafu. <laughs> Is that not his name? <laughs> it's Zabumafu. You combine Zabumafu no. and Zamboni. Oh my god, but what a combination. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> say the real one again. Zabumafu. There's no M. <laughs> well, there is an M. It is not okay, where you're saying yeah. it. But I really like the idea of a lemur driving a Zamboni. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Zamboni. <laughs> what if uh, What if Tyler Ann was driving a Zamboni? That would, that would be something. That would make this so an absurdist movie. I love the Speaking. idea. You know, rather than just like five away. miles an hour, <laughs> she would never be pulled over for speeding. She's got an exhibition of speed, but the speed is five miles. An <laughs> yeah, hour. the speed is too slow. Yeah, but you can see it. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> she's so slow you can see her. Um, but speaking of Tyler Ann, we did come up with some additional casting. Yes. Oh yeah, we were going to do this. Thank you, Jessa. Yeah. So, what was some of our additional casting so, for this gender flopped, uh, the next gen of? Uh, so, uh, point break. Yeah, just to go over what we originally thought of, it was <laughs> we have Dove Cameron, Dove Cameron as from Johnny Utah. Disney Channel, Disney yeah. Channel's Dove Cameron as Johnny Utah, Johnny with an I E heart over the I. Yeah, yes. and then going with that theme, we were thinking, okay, so we've got a younger Johnny Utah in this mm-hmm. version, so why don't we stick with what we know? And go for Demi Lovato as Bodie. Demi Lovato as Bodie, yes. She's got the bad side. Yes. She's beautiful. (laughs) Oh my god, shut up, Alexa. I've literally silenced every Alexa device I can find in this room, and it is still talking. Jess's dad is super into electronic gadgets. We're at at Jess's parents' house, for FYI. Also, you probably can't hear Alexa saying that, but we can, and god damn it, it pisses us off. Alexa just really wants to tell us about Demi Lovato. Oh, yeah. Thanks, thanks, Alexa. Anyway, <laughs> and then as um, as Tyler Ann, we have decided. Uh, <laughs> Tyler, <laughs> all right, we went with Ansel Elgort, right? Yeah, but who do we decide that he wasn't spunky enough? But or... I think, like, I don't think anyone's as spunky as Lori Petty is. It's yeah. a pretty high bar. It is a pretty high bar. Yeah, I mean, then... I I do kind of like the idea of Tom Holland. I mean, yeah. it would be a it would be a breakout for him. Like it would be, uh, you know, I think untra- be, non-traditional casting. It would be a stretch because he is such a nerd. But like, I, I don't know yeah. if y'all watched all the interviews with the Spider-Man cast no. after that movie came out, like I did, because it was the best movie ever. But he is a dork. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like the kind of young nerdy side of him could become a spunky. Surfer. What if? What if we just made it all lesbian all the time and had Zendaya as? Oh my God, Zendaya! As of course, Tyler Ann. Yeah, that would yeah, be of course. Right. Yeah, except like maybe she doesn't get. Although I kind of want her as over. Bodhi. I know. I would say God, Zendaya as in... Bodhi. I want Zendaya as Bodhi. Be more the Bodhi. Oh. Yeah, Demi Lovato would be fine, but Zendaya is perfect. I think. Yeah. God, that'd be great. So what if we just did a Disney Channel and then and then wait wait and then Demi Lovato because she's older. 
Demi Lovato as Gary Bogan. <laughs> <laughs> just not that old. <laughs> yeah, okay, so I think our Disney Channel Point Break lesbian reboot is going yeah. great. And yes. this is like a Point Break Junior, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh this, is the, this is the Point Break we deserve. Yeah. <laughs> I can't Aww. wait. Or it's not the Point Break we deserve, it's the Point Break we need right now. Yeah. Uh, America needs Or this. is it the one we deserve? <laughs> no, it, it really isn't. It isn't. We don't deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. We just need it. So, Rex, what are our people's Rex for this week? Uh, my Rex is uh, Anomalisa. I saw it last year. It's a Charlie Kaufman movie. Uh, Charlie Kaufman did Being John Malkovich adaptation, uh, Synecdoche, New York. Um, Anomalisa is, I don't know the name of the an- animation. They're like dolls, basically. They're dolls that they move. It's stop motion, I guess. I, mean, I might be wrong about this. Uh, right into pointbreakminute at gmail.com if I'm wrong about this. You can tell me all about Anomalisa and <laughs> what kind of animation it is. Uh, or join the Point Break Minute listeners surf shop on Facebook. Um, but it's uh, it's a really weird script um david thewlis plays the main character and he's a a sort of motivational speaker and he's coming to uh he's kind of flown into cincinnati and he meets a lot of different characters that are all voiced by tom noonan and they're all voiced by tom yeah except for one they're all voiced by tom noonan for a reason because he's starting to see the whole world as kind of the same and it's been a while since this movie so i'm not going to be able to describe it as well but uh, then he meets Jennifer Jason Lee, and they have a love affair in this hotel. But they're puppets. They are puppets, and there is puppet sex. Wow. Um, so this is very yeah, similar to being Team, Team America World Police <laughs> s- set the bar, and Anomalisa cleared it. Um, <laughs> but it, it sounds like this might be a comedy. It's not. It's one of the more frightening movies I've seen in a while. Really? Yeah, it's... It like becomes it becomes existential horror for a bit, um, and I won't get into how that works because I how that works. Excuse me, because I don't quite remember. It's been a while, but I, it had a huge impact on me, and uh, I recommend it. That's all I'm going to say. It's it's a weird, <laughs> wow. weird puppet movie. It's beautiful and horrifying and weird. I honestly everything I like kind of saw about that movie and by kind of saw i mean probably just like a screenshot with the name on a mona lisa next to it um, anomalisa anomalisa uh, mona lisa <laughs> <laughs> she's uh it's an automaton she, she means <laughs> or she she means what her name says yeah. of whatever so i always thought it was like a sad movie about like people drinking coffee and cigarettes or something so that's good to know that it actually has some more interesting it is about sad people but they do more than just drink coffee and smoke cigarettes okay interesting well good awesome what about you avi um my recommendation of the week is the black tapes podcast which i have been uh listening for listening to for the past few weeks nonstop. it is so good it is a spooky podcast set in the pacific northwest and it's a fake documentary style (gasps) but it is so convincing in its documentariness that i frequently find myself forgetting that it's fake and if you are interested in the occult, in the spooky things, in conspiracies, and in um, journalistic radio, and the exploration of that as a medium, Ooh. I cannot recommend it enough. It is so good. There's three seasons. I believe the third one just finished. 
I'm at the end of the second season now, so if the third one is shit, then sorry, but I think it probably isn't, because they are so good at what they do. The Black Tapes podcast, it's on iTunes. You should check it out. That sounds Thanks, amazing. That sounds really scary. It's real spooky. Is it like so X-Files spooky? Um, yeah. Ooh. I mean, yes. It's it's not sci-fi like X-Files. Yeah. It is way um, more like devil-oriented. Demons. Yeah, Super it sounds like a good. great thing to listen to before bed and then have some weird dreams. Yeah. Mm. Sometimes I'm down for that. Mm. You know, if I don't, if I don't, no. if I don't, as long as I don't have to get up early the next no. morning. Yeah. That, no. <laughs> um, All right, Jessa. Yeah. So I'm going to recommend the fourth kind, which is a horror movie that Abby and I watched together. And the reason why I thought of this is because Avi was talking about how the, what's it called? The black tapes? Yes. Yeah. How the black tapes, which I almost just called the spooky tapes. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Yeah. Um, We're now entering the spooky tapes. Yeah. <laughs> how that, um, they forgot that it was a, uh, that it, it was like a fake documentary. Um, yeah. And so the fourth kind is a, not really a fake documentary per se, uh, but it's kind of um, like a fake dramatization almost, if that makes sense. Like it's the, how they filmed it is that they're trying to make it so like part of the movie is like snippets from reality and like real things. And then part of the movie is like a dramatization of what happened. Um and it is about aliens in, um, not aliens, but it's about people in Nome, Alaska, and how there's a lot of unexplained disappearances there, and um, how aliens are responsible for those unexplained disappearances. And uh, when Avi and I were watching this movie, it comes to a scene where it is a like a dash cam footage of a guy killing his family and killing himself. Spoiler alert. Um, and I turned to Avi and I go, how could they show this footage? She was this horrified. Is, I thought this was, I thought this was real. Um, and was really embarrassed when it turns out that it wasn't. So there you go. Um, it's not like the scariest of scary movies. You know, I, I do definitely judge scary movies on a different scale than I judge other movies. Um, I feel like they have a very different structure and um, expectation of, of movie quality than regular movies. But there are some really scary moments. Um, as, as somebody who is terrified of aliens to come and kill me, um, I think that it is, uh, it is just spooky enough, um, to, to kind of feed that fear. Mm -hmm. Um, so if you're somebody who likes like a, a good spooky film, I would check out The Fourth Kind. And it's starring um, Mila Jovovich. I was or, just is it about... Jovovich or Jovovich? Yeah, Mia Jovovich. Yo yeah. Mila, Mila, Mila Mia, yeah. oh my god. Can we yeah. edit out us totally fucking up the name? <laughs> and just saying it uh, <laughs> times in a row. Mila Jovovich. I was just about uh, to ask if it was her, and I'm yes. really proud of myself yes. for remembering that. She even yeah. says her name in the movie. Like, she's played as if she like, is playing this is herself. This my dramatic and she, role. Yeah. yeah. So, like, 
that is how much this movie tries to create the illusion that it's real is she literally comes on stage not on stage you know the camera shows her and she says hello my name is Mila Jovovich and then introduces the movie like it's it's pretty fun you know it's got problems but like overall it is a fun spooky movie about aliens yeah yeah I second that recommendation Mm, nice sounds pretty cool Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Yeah, anything else you guys want to say about this minute or any other recommendations? Uh, just hot. Very hot. Hot. Yeah. So hot. Hot. Five, six. Black hair, blue eyes. Yeah. All right, thanks for tuning in to Point Break Minute. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I'm... Thanks for thanks for tuning into Point Break. Yeah, thanks Avi for joining us. Yeah, thank you, thank you for joining us. These were a couple. We had some good Zaboomafu times, (laughs) (laughs) Um, and we talked about a lot of random stuff, which is what we want to do. Yeah, uh, uh, join us on the Point Break Minute listeners surf shop on Mm -hmm. Facebook. Email us at pointbreakminute at gmail dot com. Thanks to the Pod Fathers, Pete and Alex of Star Wars Minute, Brad and Adam of Gutter Balls for starting this whole crazy adventure. And, uh, yeah, rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Point Break Minute. Check your later. Woo!